0: Hello, welcome back to an all new episode of the Divinely You podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. My name is Sarah Waggle. I'm the host. I'm also the founder of Divinely You, the company that is encompassing and embracing all things that make you divinely unique. Um, Yeah, so I am a wellness leadership coach, excuse me, a well being leadership coach, there is a difference. Um, I am a fitness and nutrition enthusiast. I'm an accessible tech hobbyist, uh, and I'm an artist and a crafter, notably crochet. So that's a little, little bit about me. If you're looking for information about me, you can go to patreon.com slash divinely you. You can go to my website, sarahwaggle.com and find all kinds of things there. And, um, you can obviously follow the podcast on Instagram at Divinely divinelyyoupodcast, um, and all of that. So thanks so much for joining me. Thanks so much, so much for listening in. Um, so I'm going to dive into potentially a touchy topic, but you know, I think that's kind of what I do on this podcast is I touch in, as I get into some touchy topics and I kind of like that, um, But And I almost didn't record this episode. As you can see, it's Friday. I normally release an episode on Wednesday um, because of what I felt like I wanted to talk about this week and it being Holy Week within the Catholic Church. And I thought, oh, that seems kind of wrong. And then I think to myself, that's such a context, right? There's no right or wrong. And maybe this is the exact perfect time to release this episode and to have this conversation and invite this type of conversation with you, with me, with your friends, family, whatever, whoever, um, it is, or maybe it's even with your coach. Um, And so I'm going to dive in. Um, This is the two-year anniversary of the day that I packed up my stuff, um, downsized everything out of my apartment. I left my furniture to the new tenants and um, sent some stuff off to storage and packed up a suitcase, a duffel bag, and a backpack. And uh, I thought I was boarding a train. It took until I think the 4th of April before I boarded a train, a one-way train to Emeryville, California, and I lived in the Bay Area. And, you know, lots of memories have been coming up about my journey and and things like that. And um, somebody said to me earlier this week, you know, your journey actually started, you know, 11 years ago. I was like, yeah, that's probably true. And I, to be honest, we are all here on a spiritual journey, right? We're just in human form, but we're here on a spiritual journey. Our souls are here on a journey, right? That's bigger than this human life that we're living. And um not all of us take the journey right some of us um just do the human life and that's it um others of us take on um, a spiritual journey however it looks you know however it, it shows up I personally took on a nomadic journey um and I know other people who took on a nomad journey um and we traveled from place to place and of course Airbnb has made that much easier to do uh than previously but um I'm sure that nomads made it work before then um and so but i wanted to kind of go back a little bit and talk about this from like a spiritual point of view um my faith my religious background things like that um and so just starting with the fact that i was raised in a christian church um You know, my my mom and my brothers and I, we went to church every Sunday morning, every Sunday night, most most Sunday nights, I'd guess. Um, Most every Wednesday night we went to church. Um, So there was just church and church and church to the point that by the time I was a teenager, I wanted nothing to do with church. Um, I was bored. I literally was like, I should just sleep in on Sundays because I go to church and I sleep. So I might as well just stay at home in bed rather than, you know, put a dress on and and or put any kind of clothes on and and go sit in public and sleep i might as well just sleep at home and uh so i lost interest in church and certainly when i went off to college um i didn't i didn't even i didn't even bother <laughs> um and somewhere between um being done with the christian church um I I then, you know, at the end of my undergrad and just into my um, graduate, um, I did uh, date a guy who was a churchgoer. So I went to church with his family. And, um, you know, that's when he introduced me to uh, Christian contemporary music um, and things like that. And I just thought it was very weird that all he listened to was Christian contemporary. Like he was afraid of listening to anything secular, you know, that it would, it would corrupt his mind. Um, <laughs> um, and so that relationship obviously didn't work out for multiple reasons. Um, but, uh, because I was really contemplating Catholicism even then, and that would have been in 2003, four or five, 2003, four five. Yeah. About in there, I was contemplating Catholicism, um, i i i don't know i think it goes back to like my my health journey it's like i always knew there was something better right so (laughs) um but uh so i couldn't imagine um having continued the relationship with the guy who was who was a christian because i was definitely leaning more towards catholicism even then um i did not become catholic until much later uh so then you know, the early years of my working and, you know, I purchased a house um, and I did all of the things and there was a lot of things in there where I tapped into some astrology. Um, and spirituality and things like that obviously I was going through depression and so I was researching methodologies for treating depression that were not antidepressants same with pain and things like that so I know there was some astrology involved I've kind of always been like a horoscope reader and you know always understanding um some things but very superficially very generically um and you know not to the point where I'd say I knew anything about anything um and then i was having so much trouble in life and um i will say i feel like i wanted to be rescued from my life and that's when i went to a catholic retreat and there i found jesus and i felt the call i just felt very spiritually welcomed by the catholic church um it felt very aligned at the time although there were definitely some disagreements. Um, I did a lot of yoga and Pilates, which um, if you know Catholics, that's kind of a no-no. Um, and astrology for sure is a, is a no-no in the Catholic Church. So unfortunately, even though I felt spiritually welcome, I also felt like there were things I was not allowed to talk about because I was Catholic. Um, so I found the Catholic church or I spiritually converted to Catholicism in 2010. I did not officially become baptized and confirmed into the church until 2012. Um, and you know, all throughout that, I felt very much like the Holy Rosary was a meditative prayer and that felt aligned to me that I could, you know, pray the rosary and it was meditative and, And I was, you know, getting into meditation at that time and, and, but still I'd have arguments with Catholic friends about wanting to practice yoga because I had lots, a lot of physical pain. And to me, yoga was not like worshiping some whatever. I did it for the movement of it, um, And I'll be quite honest, if you criticize somebody for doing something that improves their pain, not in a drug addiction sort of way, but if they do something like exercise or movement or, um, you know, something healthy that benefits them and and relieves their pain and you judge them, how dare you? Like, what right do you have to, to do that? And I think that's where I felt. That's what I felt from my Catholic friends who, you know, you can't do yoga. You're, you're worshiping this, this God or Buddha or whatever. I don't even remember like what people would say. Um, I just felt very judged for things that, and I would be in tears with these people, like bawling because I mean, I just couldn't believe that like something that took my pain away that relieved my um, stress from my my from the, all the shit I was going through um in my life 2010 was the year that I quit my job um that really caused me a lot of pain that took me years to recover from um both physically and mentally I talked about that in several of previous episodes um and I'll mention those at the end of this one um and so it was it was it was hard um while I felt like I was in the right place as a Catholic I also felt like it was a stepping stone, um, to the next level. Um, but I did enjoy the meditative prayer and I, I was good about going to mass and I was committed to going to mass and to participating. Um, I felt like sadly, I would find that there weren't a lot of ways to actually participate in and grow a church community, And that disappointed me about the Catholic Church in general. It's like that was tricky to do, um, which that also, you know, was disheartening to me. Um, So then kept going to mass I was very regular about it I would tap into astrology every once in a while dip my toes in you know and I had that big intuitive moment in 2012 where something felt weird about a big major national event that happened um, and something felt very off about it and then there was a another national event that occurred that something felt very off. I'm not going to name the events. If you're super curious, just ask me. Um, but I, I don't want to name the events. Um, but there were national events that occurred in 2012 and 2013, early 2013, that I, something felt very weird. And I didn't know it was called my intuition at that point. I know that now, uh, but I didn't know it then. So it took me several years Um, of being Catholic. I was Catholic until about 2016 or 17, um, and there were two things that had me walk away from being Catholic. Uh, One of them was when the Catholic priest uh, situation with them being pedophiles um, came out that, oh, that pretty much had me be done right there. Cause I was like, okay, how, how, how can we be okay with that? And I'm not saying that about all priests. I'm not, you know, criticizing all priests, but I do think there's a sizable amount of Catholic, um, religious folk who are pedophiles. And I'm not sure how that can be accepted. Yes, they're sinners. Yeah. We, we ask for forgiveness for our sins, um but let me finish this and then I'm going to dive into that little part right there. So, and in 2017, I was in my coach's training program with Accomplishment Coaching and we were working through self-worth and feeling and, and acknowledging that we are worthy of being loved no matter what and that yes, we make mistakes because we are humans and we are growing and learning and therefore we make mistakes. And But that doesn't mean we are not loved, lovable um, by God or the divine or the universe, right? That we are loved regardless. And just as that occurred in my coach's training program, I went to mass and the priest mentioned in his homily about how we are not worthy of being loved unless we confess our sins. And I shook my head and I'm like, that's wrong. Because we are, are, we are all worthy of being loved, with, including our mistakes, right? Now, here's my thing about <laughs> confession and um, being sinners. Yes, I think that we make mistakes. I think that that's part of humanity. Um, but it's kind of like accepting an apology for a behavior that continues, like an abuser, for example. If you accept his apology and he comes back and he beats you up again or he, uh, you know, calls you names again and you accept his apology, that is the same thing as confession or um, whatever your religion does. You go and confess, you pray you know ask god for forgiveness for your sins and you go home and you swear at your wife or you um you know get pissed off about whatever and then you go back and you ask for forgiveness again but you never are held held accountable for changing your behavior and so that's kind of where i got um done with it Because there was no accountability for changing the behavior. It was just, just, just come and confess it again. And I'm not saying that this is across the board because I do believe that there are some Catholics and some Christians and some other, you know, people who are in other religions who do genuinely work on their growth and their, their, you know, being better humans and all of that. So, so, so there's that piece of it. I don't think it's across the board. Um, But as I was learning and growing in my personal development journey, I was just, it was starting to just sort of crumble that I didn't really want to be a part of the Catholic church anymore. And um, so I started studying astrology a little deeper, started to study um, law of attraction a little bit deeper um, and things like that. Obviously, Um, I, I, you know, I, I, um, I would listen to Molly McCord. Uh, Forever conscious was another one that I listened to, um, and I would just kind of start to learn the what the planets were up to and how their movements affected, um, you know, uh, it, life on Earth. Right, as above, so below. If it's happening in the sky, it's happening on this planet, right? It's kind of the way we see the world right now, right? We we there are weird things happening with the planets, thus there are weird things happening on our planet, right? So. Um, as we got close to 2020, I was following enough astrology and talking with enough spiritual people that I knew 2020 was going to be a big year. And I was already starting to notice myself, um, wondering more about metaphysics and how my body was processing, um, how my physical body was processing my mental state or my emotions or whatever and um so that's when how Reiki came into the picture um was I that's just it was just a natural progression that I would study Reiki. Reiki is a Japanese word for universal energy or universal energetic flow um and it's the the seven chakras um, from the root, the sacral, solar plexus, heart chakra, throat chakra, um, uh, third eye chakra, and the crown chakra. And the more I started to study that in law of attraction and how my thoughts become uh, my words and things like that. And you can like go back and listen to so many of my episodes where I've talked about um, metaphysics and language and other things. Um, it's, 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 it's all tied together for me. You know, I see it all as one thing now it's I, or not one thing, but I mean, I see them all as an alignment process, um, where in, you know, to align myself with the divine, right. Asks of me or requires of me to continue to improve myself, to improve my thoughts about myself. Right that's where the language comes in and the the not feeling the need to use sarcasm or joke around or whatever because that's hurtful to not only myself but potentially to the people around me um so then obviously in 2020 i worked with a uh, a coach who was a coach a astrologer and a reiki practitioner or i think she's a reiki master now um, and um i then got into studying the leo king astrology on highvibe.tv And that's (laughs) been the culmination of like, oh, it all makes sense now. It all makes sense now. And, you know, recently a friend of mine who I followed for the last couple of years, she's been a nomad on her spiritual journey as well. And she's stepped back into Christianity. And I'm literally like, what happened? And I think one of the things that I mentioned earlier on in this episode is that I felt like I needed to be rescued. And so sometimes I feel like, um, the one thing that I, the observations that I have about Christians, and this doesn't have to be true about anyone. Um, but it is definitely for me, a place to look is the one thing I notice about Christians is I don't have to do anything. Jesus is going to do it for me. Jesus is going to take care of it for me. And There is nothing wrong with that. However, there is always something you can do. There are always measures you can take to improve your situation. You don't have to wait around for Jesus to or pray for Jesus to. When you pray for something, you're asking for something from God, Spirit, Divine, however it works for you, right? Because I still pray. I still pray and I still meditate. Um, prayer is is the asking for and the meditation is getting quiet and listening for the answer and so um, you know you you can pray for something and then take action because that shows the universe what you really want what you're really going after and then God gives you the next tool to open the next door right so It all that's how it all fits together for me. Law of attraction, spirituality, thoughts, words, chakras. Um you know, everything all fits together for me. Uh somewhere in there I also watched the documentary called The Secret. Um I've read the book too, but the book is basically a transcript of the documentary, so you kinda can just watch the documentary and you don't need to read the book. Um You know, then I started studying more aspects of um, law of attraction and um, all of that. So it it just all started to align for me. If my thoughts are words and my thoughts are an electronic um, or or electron electric pulse, right, that creates like a a thing that's going to attract the thing to me that I want and I am treating myself or talking to myself like I'm a piece of shit then everything that comes at me is going to be reflecting that I am a piece of shit, including my abusive ex-boyfriend or ex-boyfriends, because I'd argue that most of my boyfriends were were abusive to some extent. Um, So I thought of myself as a piece of shit and they treated me like I was a piece of shit. They were a reflection of how I was treating myself. That's basic law of attraction. I don't allow that kind of crap in my life these days. And if you talk to me like that, I, you're go- I'm you're i either going to say something to you or I'm not going to say anything to you at all. And I'm just not going to acknowledge you or, or respond to you or whatever. Because I will not be treated that way. Because my thoughts are my words, my words, you know, my actions, how I treat myself. That's why I get myself flowers for my birthday. And then I shared them with every person who also shares a birthday with me via yeah, a picture on Facebook, but you get what I'm saying. um so you know that's where language comes in and then we have the chakras right the root chakra is 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 your roots your your money your um it's money and roots and home right your roots to your your foundation um your sacral chakra is women's uh sexual organs as well as creativity that has to align with your root, right? We're all creative beings. We all have some level of creativity. Solar plexus is your personal power. Um, so therefore, if you have anything wrong with your digestive system, which comes up a lot in coaching, by the way, talking about digestive system, because a lot of people have problems with their bowels, whether it's loose stool or constipation or whatever, that is a reflection of what's going on with you mentally, and then there's your heart chakra, it's love, all of the passions, all of the things, your throat chakra, you're speaking when you brush your teeth, do you brush the back of your tongue that clears your throat chakra, cleans it right your third eye chakra um they're testing they're 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 taking your temperature via your forehead um whenever you go places. I won't let them do that to me either I ask for an ear thermometer or they can actually scan your wrist um because i don't know what the hell that machine is but i don't want it anywhere near my third eye your third eye is your connection to the spirit world your crown chakra is 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 a scepter of messages so what i mean by all of that and to put it all together and to kind of tie it up a little bit is it for me, it all works together, alignment of all seven chakras, along with law of attraction, my thoughts become my words, my words become my actions. So if I have thoughts that I'm a piece of shit and I talk about myself like I'm a piece of shit and I treat myself like I'm a piece of shit, then obviously my chakras are not in alignment. Right? But if I talk to myself like I'm a loving being who's human, therefore I'm going to make mistakes, and I speak that, and then I act that, I act like I have self-love, getting myself flowers, having, making sure I'm well-nourished, all of those things, that's, that's then reflected back to me by the people in my circle who make sure I have workout space. Literally every person (laughs) in the last few years of my life is like, they know that working out is a priority. But I also like good food and good beer. So they all provide something, some piece of that. (laughs) But do you see the difference? I dated guys who treated me like crap, who barely got me birthday presents, who talked to me like I was a piece of crap or whatever. And I haven't dated recently and I I don't know. I think it's just because I am too leery of dating because I've only had bad relationships. So it's going to be a whole new experience. And I have taken the time to become the woman for the man who I want to attract because I do have a specific list of conditions of satisfaction for the man that I want to attract. And I think that part of making that list is, um, is becoming the woman that that man is looking for. So there's that, um, anyway, so, so yeah, so I want to invite you to, if you are someone who, um, questions your religious, religious beliefs or background, I want to invite you to ask questions, to be curious about other things. Um, if you are a parent, I knew some parents and friends who are, who are parents, um, when I was joining the Catholic Church and they sent their children to various churches because they didn't want their children to only be raised in one church. They wanted them to be open to other churches. Um I kind of wonder this is obviously gonna open up some worms, but that's okay. That's what I do best. Um I kind of wonder if there weren't a religious um stigma on homosexuality, how many peop how many people would explore same-sex relationships. Maybe not end up in one, but maybe they would explore it, just to see what it's like. I know plenty of people who were in same-sex relationships before they were like they 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 determined that their partner was an opposite-sex person. Um or some people who are very confused about their sexuality. Perhaps it's just because they were so discouraged from homosexuality. Like why why can't we be open about that? And just explore different things. Be open to exploring different things. I personally have never explored a same-sex relationship and I have no interest in it. Women are cool, but they ain't that cool. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so um, I just invite you to think about things from different perspectives. And um, I think one thing that I like about spirituality over religion is A, the God that I... Um, that I believe is God is limitless he's infinite he he's not judging he doesn't like he loves you no matter who or what you are and no matter who or what you are in a relationship with he loves you the divine loves you the divine spirit, source, God, universe—whatever word you use to define that higher power of yours—wants you to experience joy. And sometimes that means we have to make the crazy decisions to not align with our family for several years, to learn shit, and then be able to come back to our family and understand what they, what they experience in life. So, I hope you enjoyed this little journey of my own spiritual journey. Um you can please go back and listen to episodes like personal authority on spirituality. Um, I believe I talked about my journey and how I choose in my life. I think I talked about some of the, some spirituality in that episode. Obviously I have episodes like talking to yourself, which talks about self-talk and, um, that sort of thing. And really think about how you speak about yourself is going to be reflected in those around you. Um, and then, of course, most recently, I did an episode on language and a perspective on language, um, and talking about sarcasm and hurtful language that we use to um, that that we sort of use in a day to day uh, to define. That's not the word I want to um, put a negative spin on on what what are, what we're up to in life. So check out those episodes. So uh, personal authority on spirituality, my my life, my journey and how I choose my life, uh, talking to yourself and the perspective on language episodes, go check those out. Um, and I will list those episodes in the description below. I will not link them because they are on various platforms. Um, I am working on getting all the episodes on a website. Unfortunately, my host is not, doesn't have their shit together. So, um, and I don't know how to move code and things like that. So anyway, so check me out, sarahwaggle.com, uh, patreon.com slash divinely you, uh, divinely you podcast on Instagram. And thanks so much for tuning into this episode of the divinely you podcast. I really appreciate it. Please, um, give me some stars if you're on, um, a platform like Apple or Spotify or Google. Um, you know, hit me some stars and let me know how much you love the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I really appreciate it. This has been the Divinely You podcast.